The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. So, how many of you ventured out to uh, the Edmonton International Airport today to check out that uh, new outlet mall, the uh, premium outlet collection? The grand opening was this morning, and there were people who started lining up last night at midnight. Yeah, midnight. To uh, get like a $50 a, gift card. Like a Boxing Day sale. Well, I suppose, you know, if... It's an outlet mall, right? So, And it's a one-of-a-kind because it's all uh, enclosed. There are other outlet malls, but you walk from store to store. So this is a fully enclosed outlet mall. I remember when they first proposed it, and we had um, one of the... Uh, one of the organizers or whatever you call them, one of the uh, promoters on the show, this is years ago when they first proposed it. Um, but I, I suppose people go to outlet malls to get a deal, right? And if you can get a deal plus 50 bucks, I mean, that would be significant for a lot of people, I suppose. But I can't imagine... <laughs> <laughs> when's the up? last Chedville? When's the last time you lined up for anything? Remember when we used to line up to get concert tickets? Yeah, that was something. But do people? I, well, apparently people do. People still line up, but to go to line up to get into a mall. Anybody I happen? This to, is going to be great. You know, whatever yeah. you were there, let us know at four nine six zero zero six three. What'd you think of it today? I'd love to know. And it's great that we have it and everything. But boy, oh boy. Like, there were just warnings all morning about uh, the uh, if you're heading to the traffic airport, situation, traffic yeah. situation, that sort of stuff. There was a DJ, the uh, Eskimo cheerleaders. <laughs> there was a juggler. There were stilt walkers, magician, Ryan Jesperson. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll get on him. They are warning the uh, Leduc Niskew Economic Development Association, warning travelers to allow up to an extra hour until the end of the weekend if you're going to be in the area during mall operating hours. We have a texture Fort McMurray says 15% off Air Canada flight for the first flights for the first thousand customers. Never hmm. read that anywhere. No, I hadn't seen that. No, anywhere. I haven't seen that one anywhere. Hmm. It would make sense, though. I know one of the pitches was that people would, because of its adjacency, uh, adjacency to uh, the airport, that uh, potentially people would fly up from Calgary and uh, take advantage of the mall for the day and then fly home again. Well, you fly. I mean, you drive up. How many people go to that? What is it? Cross Iron, Cross Iron Mills, yeah. whatever yeah. it is. Do people from here go down there? Uh, yeah, I don't know that they... Sure. I don't know that they fly down there. No. I remember at the time wanting to be very supportive of the idea because I knew it would be a boost to the economy and employment. Well, and I think it's really great. I didn't I mean, really buy that idea. Uh, Coach teaches at the comp in Leduc, and he says pretty much every single one of his students now has a job, which is exactly which is yeah. which is great for it out there. I don't know. Um, it'll be a while before I make the trek out there to go. That's not how I shop anyway. I well, go to prices, one store and boom. As far as flying up from Calgary for it, and I said this at the time. Um, to one of the developers, that was the word I was struggling to find the other, uh, just a moment ago, is you, we'd have to go back to the days where you could buy $50 tickets because then you would be, you know, that would be the equivalent of uh, gas. But also, time-wise, by the time you get to the airport in Calgary, park your car, get checked in, go through security, you, you know, it would be equal to driving, so the price would be the factor. Oh, some of your texts coming in this afternoon. How about... Um 
spent the night in line at a Toys R Us for a Nintendo Wii. Some of the <laughs> parents may be getting stuff for Christmas. Wow, to be first one through the doors to a new store is such a lifetime experience that will be remembered forever, says no one ever. <laughs> Dave says, uh, I line up for Shinny Hockey. That's Trucker Dave. Okay. Last time I lined up for anything was to see E.T., and this one, even with a $50 gift card, I still spent less than those outlet mall patrons by buying my clothes at Walmart. <laughs> uh, tool ticks in the 90s and waited hours behind uh, bare naked ladies fans. Hmm, there, there you go. go. That was a thing at one point, eh? That was, that was a huge thing, the whole concert lineup. Yeah. That was back when you actually had a chance of getting concert uh, yeah. tickets. Yeah. Now they go on sale online at 10 and are gone at 10.01. Yeah, I try like 10... In 30 seconds. Yeah. You got to, uh, these days, if there's a popular concert, you have to have a pre-buy of some kind, whether it's through mm-hmm. your credit card or Ticketmaster mm-hmm. or, or whatever outlet is uh, selling them, which it's just, uh, that's you a know, whole other topic. But I don't want to sound like a big nincompoop here, poo-pooing on, on, on all these people that uh, are standing in line. And they're good on you. If you wanted to go stand in line, you want to be yeah, a part sure. of the excitement, you want to be part of the fun. Whatever blows your skirt up. The last time, your question was, when when was the last time? The last time was a Boxing Day sale at Future Shop on um, Calgary Trail. And they're not, that outlet's not there anymore. Um, and I went at four in the morning, thinking that I would get a jump on. I'd always wanted to try. That, that has to be 10 years ago. <laughs> and I, I didn't get any kind of a... Didn't get any deals? No, over what was offered for the rest of the week anyway. Um... <sighs> My old man lined up for a Cabbage Patch Kid for me way back in the day. Good old 90s, says Dylan. Yeah, remember those? Most hardcore lineup has to be skiers opening day at Revelstoke, 5.15 in the morning. I was already two dozen people behind, minus 15. The gondola opened at 8.30. Uh, and I'll answer this question. How are people not getting ticks? Ticks. I always get managed to get tickets to a show. I just wait a week. Yeah, but you're buying them usually at that point from a reseller. We're talking about getting tickets at face value mm-hmm. from the promoter or from the venue. Yeah, the stores down in Nisku are much different than South Common. Yeah, that was the one thing when I saw the list of stores, I was kind of hoping for for uh, some uh, different things. Um, hey, you can likely fly as cheap to Vegas from Calgary and go to a real outlet mall, <laughs> even with the exchange rate. Do you know what I've now, never... That, that outlet, that outlet um, place in Vegas is, is pretty good. Oh, yeah, Carol's been to that. Way she loves that. Yeah, yeah. Strip, yeah. One day, one afternoon, she goes there and I nap. And uh, we're both quite happy. I, I've never understood, honestly, and maybe this will change. People who drive and line up for the lowest gas price in a city. Mm, because if you take the number of pennies difference and multiply it by the number of liters you're going to buy, the savings is often two or three dollars. And so why would you, why would you line up for that savings? I, your time's got to be at le- it should be at least minimum wage. Right? You should be saving at least 15 or $16. Jed, what'd you line up for? Hey, how are you? Good. Well, I had an appointment at a Costco. This is last year. An uh, appointment? To get an appointment to get tires put on my car. Oh, okay. Well, I show up there at 8.30 and, geez, there's like 80 people in line. And what the heck? And there's this lady with a notepad. She comes walking up to me. She goes, you're here to get tires put on a car? I go, yeah. Takes my name down and Here's all these people standing there, and they call my name, and right to the front of the line, and they go, oh, what's going on here? Well, we didn't know you could get an appointment. And 
some of the people have been there since 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> really? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sitting on lawn chairs inside, you know, where the carts are? Yeah. And everybody, everybody that walked through this lady would walk up with a, a little piece of paper and write your name on it, put you all in line and everything. She went and gave it to the girl at the tire place. She's calling by the name. And they didn't even wait for me. I had an appointment. I guess nobody knew you could get a point. There had to be 80 people in line. And I'm thinking to myself, really? Thanks, Chad. Great yeah, to hear from you. Take it easy now. That's like haircuts. Yeah, every These days, every time I go to get a haircut, they go, do you have an appointment? And I say no. And then they go, okay, well, we'll take you now anyway. So I've never really understood the need for But I probably go at a different time than yeah, everyone else. Yeah, yeah. I definitely never go when school's out. Like, never go at 3.35 to the places I go because it's lined up with moms and their kids. Well, it's like, do you have a reservation, right? Do you have a reservation? Yes. Okay. Do you have a reservation? No. no. We're still okay. seating. Yeah. You know, de- depending on the on the restaurant, mm-hmm. of course. There are some restaurants in town that you definitely need a reservation for, <laughs> yeah. oftentimes weeks and weeks in advance. Hmm. Um, but anyway, speaking of reservations, mm-hmm. can I throw this one out? Because sure. we've been carrying it around for a couple, the $10 couple story. of days. There's a yeah. story out of uh, BC where there's a restaurant owner there that is getting so fed up with people making a reservation and then not showing up. The restaurant's called uh, Cacao Vancouver. It's in uh, Kitsilano. Right. So nice little little part of Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So what he's implementing is a $10 per person reservation fee. Now, this is only during his busiest time. Yep. So prior to 7 p.m., uh, free to reserve. But the $10 is basically to hold your seat and secure that you're coming in. He says he's doing it. Uh, the new policy, because he found that between 50 to 60% of reservations were no-shows or cancelled at the last minute. That's brutal. Yeah, and for a small, he's a 25-seat theater, uh, he says even a couple of no-shows hurts him financially. Hmm. He started uh, implementing the fee back in February, um, and the $10, by the way, is taken off your bill. So if Uh you do show up, it'll Uh come off your bill. Um, the 85 seven-course tasting menu, which requires significant work and preparation, has to be paid in full, though, beforehand when booking online. So if you go for that package, you got to pay for it when you book it, 100%, mm-hmm. so 85 bucks. And he says, uh, as far as customers who don't want to pay beforehand, they can show up and wait in line, and if there's a table, he'll accommodate them. I don't have a problem with this. I, I, I really don't. Actually, I think it's a, I think it's a pretty good idea. It, the, no shows are the bane of my existence, mm-hmm. right? Because, and, and you know, it's usually people who, well, we had last minute changes or we were this or that, but they're not seeing the significance. It's it, first of all, you're losing the money from that that uh, reservation because it didn't show, mm-hmm. but you're also losing the potential to sell other things to the person who would have yeah. shown because you turned people down. You said, no, we're booked. And yeah. then we've got half empty because tables. At least, or at least have the common courtesy to call and cancel mm-hmm. the reservation, preferably, you know, with a little bit of time ahead of it. And we understand there are things that, you know, things can go wrong. Maybe there's an emergency and, 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 and that happens. But there's a lot of folks just, man, I don't feel like going. You know, it's funny because, uh, you know, we made that reservation to see, uh, to go to Hell's Kitchen yep. in uh, Vegas, right? And we made that reservation through Open Table. Yeah. And we made the reservation two months in advance and got a pretty good table, had a good experience. Um, But afterwards, we 
were told by, or I was told by Open Table, that I never checked in with Open Table, and that if that's a mistake to get to find out to get the restaurant to check me in next time, because apparently if you make a reservation with Open Table and don't get them to check you in, you will get a bad rating with restaurants. Oh. And I didn't know that, but. So that's another thing to consider because mm. we did show up, but I guess you specifically, they're supposed to check you uh, in and know so that I've, it ne- is. I've never heard that before and I've used Open Table. Yeah. And do you always show up? Yeah. See, when you reserve, they know the reservation came through Open Table. So when you show up, they're supposed to check you in. Like you shouldn't have to do anything, but I guess the woman who seated mm-hmm. us just didn't do it. But uh, yeah. You know, and there's, like I said, there's, there's some restaurants that are booked weeks if not months in advance even in Edmonton I know some people might think oh come on no but in Edmonton Mm -hmm. yes yeah it it does happen and so if you're if you're booking that spot and uh, and not showing up or not canceling that's just that's just a that's just a loser move yeah and a group will kill Mm -hmm. you I I mean you know I did for a time own own a comedy club restaurant Groups will absolutely mm-hmm. kill you. In fact, as as easy as it sounds to sell out 15 seats at a time, and you think, oh, great, that takes care of, you know, a quarter of my room or, or an eighth of, of my room. It's a lot of work for not a lot of money. Yeah. Groups are notorious for not showing or not having as many as they reserved. They're notorious for not tipping well. Um, and they're notorious for wanting a deal because mm-hmm. they're booking so many at a time, mm-hmm. right? They're. I, I totally get this guy's perspective on this and 10 bucks is practically nothing he still has to sell that table like he still has to get revenue from that table so good on him as far as i know there's been no blowback no blowback from it at all I've heard I've heard this starting to happen. Yes, some hairstylists ask for the credit card for those that cancel frequently, and I know mm. that my hairdresser has has had to have that conversation with some of her um, with, with some of the folks that go through there, just saying, you know what, because you, you book and then you cancel the day of, and that's a two hour spot, a exactly. couple hundred bucks, and so okay, last minute. Well, how many people actually can can last minute throw out two two and a half hours of your day for cutting a color, right? You know, it's funny. Because because you don't really think about these things until you're in that business, right? Like the restaurant, or in your case, uh, you mentioned the hair salon. Maddie does um, lashes, lashes, and apparently not often, but quite occasionally, um, people will just either not show up mm-hmm. or just cancel at the last second, as you say, and they take two hours. So, like you just met, so that's two hours of yep. her day. Now, no revenue on it, and she can't come home because she's booked another appointment yep. for right you know, two hours from now, right? Um, and I said to her, well, just start taking a deposit, or, but apparently it's just not done in that industry. So, she's sort of been battering around the idea of saying, okay, well, there's a penalty then. She hasn't done this yet, but she's thinking if you're a, an habitual canceller, that it's going to cost you more to get your yeah. lashes. She's going to try and recover that revenue somehow. Well, you know what? Again, going back to the hairdresser, yeah, and part of that penalty is you're not going to get booked by that hairdresser mm-hmm. anymore. Well, they're all basically contractors for the most part, right? So you've just burned, like you say, two mm-hmm. hours of their day, the lost revenue. Plus, you know, it always, I think, bugs Maddie, and I'm sure hairdressers too, that she turned people down for that slot. Yeah. Right? And And... You just didn't bother to let her know or show up. Yeah. Hairdresser, anything, that esthetician type mm-hmm. stuff, anything really. Yeah. Um, it's just, uh, 
It's it's too bad. It's it's yeah. really too bad. Because she has when all the happens. same expenses, right? As hairdressers of do course. too. She's paying for square footage at a salon. She's paying for you know her time cost money. She's uh, got the opportunity cost, you know, real uh, real cost as they call it, just the lost revenue for that time frame. But yeah, I and I was just amazed when she told. She was just she wasn't even really bringing it up to me. I overheard her talking. Dylan says I have no sympathy for not showing up for hairdressers. They have the nerve to ask for a tip. They make eighteen dollars and higher. Boo hoo! Oh, Dylan, come on! <laughs> really? Come on, Dylan! <laughs> come on, buddy! They have the nerve to ask for a tip. Everything asks for a tip anymore. You can hit zero if you don't want to. Mm -hmm. If you like the job that they've done on your hair, then you give them a little bit more money. No one is forcing you to tip. No, no one's forcing you to tip anywhere. Mm -hmm. How about this from Trevor? I'm a plumber. If people aren't there when I show up, they better hope they don't need me next time they have an emergency. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. Just you know, it's it's common it, courtesy. Exactly, I was just going to say it's a conversation we've had from various angles since we, you and I were together on this show. That it's just common courtesy or common decency to let somebody know. I mean, you wouldn't call a cab and then not get in the cab. Well, here's another one for you. <laughs> this one's a total oh, okay. bizarre one. All right. We were once invited to someone's home for dinner. Oh no. And we waited and waited, and oh, yeah, no, so Sunday night, whatever it was. So Coach and I had, you know, got bought bottles of wine to bring over, whatever it was, and, you know, okay, come 6 o'clock, nothing, come 7 o'clock, nothing. And so I said to Jim, obviously they invited us and totally forgot about it or totally... So wait a minute, they invited you to they their They invited house. us to their so home. So what was happening at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock? Well, when I went over, they were doing renos. Oh. I walked over, ding dong. I'm like, oh, hi. They're like, oh. Oh, no. I'm like, oh. So we kind of kiboshed our whole day and what mm-hmm. we had. <laughs> well, that's. It was just awkward. Do you want to hear really awkward? That was weird. It, yeah. And see, that's a memory. How long ago was that? Two years ago. Oh, okay. Because I've got one from 30 years ago that's still fresh in my mind when I was a salesman for Algoma Steel. And I, I, the best opportunity to get a customer out that's maybe a little difficult is to throw a meal in. So mm. uh, you make a, I make a lunch appointment with this guy, right? And he was from some major oil company. And I had met him before and, and been to his office before. But the beauty of lunch is you've got him across yeah. from, the, from you for the whole lunch. So I... I go to his office on the day of and I confirmed by the way a few days earlier so we're still on for lunch yeah so I go to his office ask for him and it's a you know big company so they've got the receptionist you can't see him in the darker regions of the office and she phones him yeah uh, Andrew Gross from Algoma Steel is here and, yeah, okay. and she puts the phone down and then I sit there for a while and other people leave and now it's like I was there at 11.45 now it's like 12.15 I've been there half an hour and I so I ask her is, is whatever his name was is he well, let me phone him again, right? And so she phones him again, and then oh, that's, yeah, yeah. she puts the phone down. And she goes, "He says he's on a diet." <laughs> and I went, "What?" <laughs> he says he's on what the what? A couple of more texts coming in this afternoon on being stood up, waiting, 
having to pay a deposit for an appointment from Terry. Nothing worse than planning a whole day to set up and show many houses, and they call at 10 the night before and cancel. Meanwhile, I told other clients I was booked that day. Yes, I'm a realtor. And this one, hey guys, no names on this one, please. I went through a PN8, which is a in-depth psychological parenting assessment to see if we were both good parents. The professional who charged $25,000 to do the job left me sitting at her office door waiting and waiting. Two times she never showed up for the appointment. Five other times she called me within an hour of when I was supposed to be there to cancel. Talk about crazy. Uh, Coming up to the 3 o'clock news with Eileen Bell on the other side. Let's talk about the revitalization of Chinatown. Stick around all of that plus an update on Mr. Nibbles still to come. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.